Jay Severin. The founder of this company 10 years ago was trying to sell his house. He's, you know, he's kind of an important guy. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is their word is their bond. And they are people that listen to this show. They are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. Real estate agents, I trust.com. This is all a contract to me. Everything. Life is a contract. Really, love is a contract when you think about it. It's an ugly way to say it, but it's life is a contract. Life is quid pro quo. If I went to school, if I paid tuition, and and I never did, by the way. You know why? Because my loving parents paid tuition. They should have beaten me with a stick and told me to get a job. But instead, they paid tuition at a private school for me. And I, so I didn't, naturally, I was completely unappreciative of that fact at the time. I was oblivious I loved them, but I was oblivious as to the nature and magnitude of what my gratitude ought to be under the circumstances. But had I been grateful and not an insufferable little bastard, had I gone to school and one of my professors stood up and had spoken on any topic, academic, like Donald Trump has spoken in any appearance you've ever seen or I've ever seen, I would walk out of the classroom and I don't know whether I would be weeping, laughing, or calling my father and saying, call your lawyer, get a refund. It's not too late for me to inquire as to a Burger King franchise. Because if this is, if you're paying all that money for this, I just listened to an idiot. I just listened to someone who can't put a sentence together, cannot construct and deliver spontaneously a sentence in the English language. And I'm you're going to pay for four years of this and then maybe graduate school, which as it turns out, okay, but... I never had a professor who did that. I never had, I don't think, a stranger strike up a conversation with me. I don't think I've ever had a caller. I've been doing radio since 1991, two, somewhere in there. I don't believe I've probably taken a million calls. I, I, I don't think I've ever had a caller ever who was whose combination of nervousness and, uh, you know, uh, ignorance. And I don't mean stupid. I mean, look, I'm ignorant on on a thousandfold more topics than I know anything. I'm an ignoramus. I just try to stick to the things I know. Makes me sound smarter than I am. Okay. I, I'm sure you've figured that out by now. Uh, but in in his or her nervousness and lack of expertise in a particular subject, being on the radio for the first time, maybe in front of millions of people, that no one has ever 
been as inarticulate that I can ever recall than Donald Trump is in everything I've ever seen him do. Now, look, I admit to I harbor a prejudice. I have always harbored this prejudice. And it's, you might say, a handy one because it's the flip side of the coin of the thing I've tried to acquire, which is the ability to speak and reason spontaneously, extemporaneously, contemporaneously, and to develop a vocabulary and the ability to listen, reason, think, and argue. Now, I'm not saying that I wouldn't rather have been a master electrician. In fact, at this point in my life, I really, you know, I really wonder if I missed the boat. But it is what it is what it is. And and so I developed a certain skill set. And it's not going to get me work doing anything other than what I do right now. Master electricians and plumbers always work. Radio talk shows hosts don't always work. But my point is, and you know my point, if you're going to be president of the United States, you need to be at least as articulate as a mediocre, I don't mean me, a mediocre radio talk show host. Really, if you, if you, if you, if you drove, pick a state. Go on the computer, go find an, a 5,000-watt AM station in um, anywhere. I'm not going to, I don't want to be geographically snobbish. I'm not going to pick a region of the country, even. Go to a 5,000-watt AM station that happens to be online. Listen to one of their hosts. I don't think you will find one, and I wish we had someone prepared to pay for this study. Maybe a rich person, like Donald Trump would pay for this study. Go to a 5,000-watt station. Try to find the dumbest. And by dumbest, again, I, I harbor a prejudice. I believe the ability to organize thoughts, construct them as sentences, and deliver them in English extemporaneously, and to reason, think, and debate are telltales of intelligence. Now, they may or may not be, but I do know this. I have met and spoken substantively with four American presidents, countless senators, congressmen, et cetera, et cetera, in my line of work in 25 years, and they all have in common, even the dumbest ones I ever met weren't this dumb, okay? They all have in common, they had some skill sets to be in politics, to be in government, to represent people, to speak out for them. And whether or not you share my prejudice that it's indicative of intelligence, you need to be able to speak. <laughs>